take charge of your leadership development. Join our How to Take the Lead Substack community for bonus materials, exclusive content, and discussions that will challenge and change the way you lead. Visit howtotakethelead.com to find out more. Well, uh, with no personality or charisma what a drama uh, my husband does tell me that he, he, he think he says i think i'm funnier than i am sometimes i say it about myself I'm like, well, i thought that was really funny but nobody else did you're listening to how to take the lead with lee griffith and carrie m wade two corporate colleagues turned business besties who question everything we've ever learned about leadership what started with us putting the world to rights over a gin after work is now a weekly show challenging the myths and perceptions and exploring what leadership looks like in the modern day we'll also be sharing our experiences and stories along the way visit howtotakethelead.com to find our show notes subscribe to our email list for extra goodies as well as catch up on previous episodes and we're now on social media so get involved in the conversations by following us on twitter or instagram at how to take the lead hello and welcome to another episode of how to take the lead with my lovely co-collaborator in crime as i like to call her carrie ann hello lee how are you that's a that's a lovely welcome thank you so much i was going to ask what do you want calling me lovely you there must be something you're creeping for <laughs> do you mean i don't normally use such such nice words when i describe you no i feel like we've spent so much time together over the last few weeks you're probably sick of the sight of me by now never how are you doing I am not too bad, thank you. I'm coming to terms with the uh, autumnal creeping into winter vibes. Well, I was hoping we were going to get an intro without weather, oh, weather no. talk. Yeah, oh my God, sorry. Edit it out, edit it out, Lee. Edit the weather yeah. out. Maybe I've got a, a, a thing that I've got an un, unfulfilled desire to have been a weather person, really. Oh, I thought you were going to say an unfulfilled desire to be a hairdresser. What, the small talk? Yeah. Been anywhere nice to be a holiday? Sorry, we digress, as we usually do. I apologise to any hairdressers listening who've been offended by Carrie-Anne's impression of them. Yeah, it was that's like when you have a phone voice. Clearly, I would have had a hairdresser's voice. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Now I'm worrying that I just randomly make small talk with people I don't know in that voice all the time. Well, this is your extrovert, peak extrovert coming out now, isn't it? <laughs> peak, peak extrovert, yeah. Don't get us started on that. I know that's a different episode, but we've had quite a few chats recently where I feel like you're becoming more extrovert and I'm becoming more introvert. That we're having some weird, like, are we going to meet in the middle or some? are we going to implode? I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to have one of those Jodie Foster Freaky Friday moments. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's coming up to Halloween, so yeah, who knows? Maybe. Who knows? So anyway, the the main reason people are tuning in, do you tune into a podcast? Anyway, the main reason they might be listening to today's episode is I want to talk about something that actually sparked in my brain in the summer, like way, way before I think we we're in the middle of recording series one and I was at a festival. And I overheard a conversation between some people about Keir Starmer not having a personality. And so they were less likely to vote for them. And it it just struck this whole kind of conversation in my head I, I found fascinating. And obviously there's been a huge amount of political change since then. And I don't want this to be a... Um, Yet another episode on the state of politics today. No. But but I would be remiss to not tell you how the topic for today's conversation came about. 
So we'll, we'll try and err away from the politics per se, but look more at this concept of charisma and personality and actually how much of it do you need to lead? Obviously, it seems to play a big part in politics, but I do think the same could be said in business and industry as well. And it really got me thinking about whether having charisma and or personality, because they aren't necessarily one and the same thing, is it the cherry on top of a cake for successful leaders? Or is it that core ingredient that without it, you'll end up with this uninspiring mess, a bit like when I try to make cheesecake at home? <laughs> yeah, does it really matter? Well, do you know what? Since we started talking about charisma, because obviously we do have chats in between episodes about things that are on our mind and, and in that leadership space. I've been back and forth with this one, to be honest, Lee. I've not been on the fence. I've been flip-flopping either side mm. of the fence about my thoughts around it because there was a bit of me that was like, well, in previous episodes, we've talked about what you need to be uh, a good leader or a leader that people trust in and people want to go on a journey with. And that has often been about being approachable, being open, acting with integrity, being authentic. Um, I guess to some degree being likable being mm -hmm. able to tell a story, be someone that can take a person with them on a journey. Mm -hmm. So therefore having that rapport. So for me, I was like, that's some really important ingredients of being a good leader. But all of that seems to also be what it means to be charismatic. So, but I wouldn't necessarily say that all leaders that I've come across, I would have described as being charismatic, mm -hmm. but they have been able to do at least some of those things as a leader. So I sort of ended up confusing myself, if I'm honest, which is probably unhelpful for the listeners who might have wanted a more direct answer. Should we, should we just end the episode here then? We don't know the answer <laughs> to the question. <laughs> but I think there's some interesting things to explore around that theme of charisma mm. because then as I was going through all of that, do you, do you, is it the cherry on the top of the cake? Is it already in the cake? I don't really know. There was also a bit of me around, is it about people's perceptions as well, though? Because mm. people who I might think are charismatic as leaders or, or others. So I was trying to think of some examples and sadly, quite a few of them were politicians, but I'm sure there'll be more. But like for me, like Barack Obama is a person who I, I personally would say does have charisma in terms of how he presents himself and when he's on that kind of public speaking platform I find him very charismatic but obviously there'll be people that don't find him charismatic so I was starting to get to a point is is there something there about your own perceptions and your own personal sort of tastes and desires in terms of, mm. of what you're looking for in a person as to whether or not you you feel that they're charismatic I don't really know so I've taken us off on a bit of a tangent Lee because I haven't really been able to answer your question directly. Well I think you you raise an interesting point because I do think whether you think charisma is important or not does depend on a the level of charisma you think someone else is showing and be whether your own personality style is one that is likely to get on with that person. So I do DISC personality profiling, which looks at different, particularly communication styles and traits and how different styles need to work with each other in, in the workplace. 
but you obviously do see a clash between people at different ends of the spectrum and that's as a leader why you need to make changes and adapt in your approach so that you can connect with people whose style might not be yours so I can absolutely see cases where um, what I would call like a high eye someone who's very extrovert and bubbly and whatever absolutely oozes charisma can sometimes seem a bit off-putting off-putting um woolly fluffy and all bit that much to, to someone who's who's in a c role because they're more into the detail and want to make sure processes are followed and stuff like that so you can see how where you fit on a spectrum absolutely plays into a whether you think charisma is important and b who you see as charismatic good i feel less bad now that i I've kind of flip-flopped around going, oh, I don't know. But I, I do think there is something in that leadership space about the things we have talked about before, yeah. about that ability to build rapport with the people that you are leading and taking people on that yeah. journey. Um, so I'm really quite interested, actually, in kind of how you've explained that and the fact that it's a, a, about the approaches you might take to do that and what appeals to different sorts of people is not always going to be the same. I feel a bit more at ease with my own flip-flopping around with my thoughts on that Lee now thank you (laughs) I I mean I look at it as I think people who are charismatic can usually inspire others as we've talked about this scale it won't they won't necessarily inspire everyone um having charisma can help you to build that trust and connection and it probably helps to bring energy and enthusiasm into a situation but not always in a positive way I think that it can be helpful but I don't think it's essential for you to lead I think the most important things to lead are things you've talked about which is can you inspire confidence in your vision can you communicate well can you show empathy do you have that emotional intelligence I think they are stronger characteristics or must-haves of leadership whereas charisma I don't think is a must-have and and I think back to that point about personal preference on the Mm. charisma front you could describe other isn't it funny how some of my leadership examples always go back to politicians Mm. but but I'm sure there are people who could describe Boris Johnson or even a Donald Trump as charismatic in terms of how they conduct themselves and present themselves and what it might feel like to be in conversation with them. But actually, for me, they don't demonstrate any of those other leadership characteristics no. we've talked about as saying are really important. So so you can be charismatic and a bad leader, I think, is probably where I was going with that comment. And the whole premise of this even as a conversation was someone bearing that comparison between Mr Johnson and Mr Starmer but it's an interesting one that I think if you try too hard to have charisma and it's not something that's naturally in your wheelhouse is that the word I'm looking for in your wheelhouse um I think you'll probably come across as a bit creepy so you've got to be yeah, I think it. Yeah, if you're if you're not naturally charismatic, but you're playing at being charismatic, I think, like you say, almost is being a bit inauthentic. There's a bit of lack of integrity there. Maybe creepy is such a good word. Yes, it is a bit creepy, isn't it? When you see people who seem to be trying too hard to 
be the funny one or the you know whatever it is that sometimes you think oh that's just a bit awkward I think it comes across as a bit awkward if it's not your natural way of being when I was thinking about charisma I don't see many people describe themselves as charismatic I think it's something that's gifted to you as a label by someone else and I don't know whether that was whether that's just my reflection or I I absolutely agree with you and I think if you asked somebody to describe themselves and they went oh I'm very charismatic you'd be back in that space of it feeling a bit creepy and cringy wouldn't you because I don't think it is a descriptor that you would generally tend to use for yourself I think it is one of those ones that someone else has to find you that and yeah be kind enough to give you that label if you think it's a good thing. Interestingly I mean you said you were thinking of a lot of politicians when I was thinking of it I was thinking a lot about extroverts being charismatic and not necessarily something that's an introvert trait and I found this study that was in the Harvard Business Review and we can do a link in the show notes to it And it showed the correlation between charisma, strategic thinking and operational delivery. And it was saying that charismatic leaders might be good at the strategic thinking, really bad at actually getting stuff done. And I thought, how true is that when we think of our politicians? Yes. To who you were thinking of. And whereas the ones that you want to trust to get things done perhaps aren't there in the charisma stake so much yeah yeah good kind of similarity again between the conversations we've had about extroverts and introverts and even some of our own personality traits and things that we're good at labeling ourselves as extroverts and introverts I mean I'm definitely a sort of like I've come up with the idea but I really hope someone else is going to implement it for me so I can see how that kind of extrovert introvert charisma or not might be at play I think when you're describing what charisma really means and how it manifests itself it is interesting because as we're talking I'm like that whole point around like do you need to be charismatic to be a leader or not I can absolutely now start to see the pros and cons of that if I'm honest with you because it's like it's all well and good isn't it like having the charisma and people thinking you're really great to listen to and I love to go down the pub for a glass of wine with or whatever but actually if you're not going to get the job done what sort of leader are you really going to be and and how does that impact your credibility maybe as a leader yeah. Yeah. If, if you can't back up being charismatic with some actual deliverables At Cats Pyjamas, we empower brilliant communications professionals to grow and thrive in their careers through mentoring, collaboration and community. If you would like to find out more or subscribe to our mailing list, you can visit cats-pyjamas.co.uk where you can also book your free 30-minute discovery call. Whether you're looking to refresh and re-energise your approach to work, focus on new goals and aspirations or work through a current challenge, we are here to empower you to move forward. I'm so passionate about supporting comms pros to grow and thrive and I'm really looking forward to working with you hi there if you're enjoying this episode of how to take the lead please hit subscribe and leave a review or a rating we'd also love to hear your stories and thoughts on today's topic please dm us at how to take the lead on instagram or twitter or tag us into your socials using the hashtag how to take the lead the other thing that struck me was that having charisma or being a leader that has charisma and personality feels like quite a manly thing so even when I googled charismatic leaders the vast vast majority were male 
it was Elon Musk, Barack Obama, even Hitler came up on the list of charismatic leaders and obviously wouldn't have put him in that list, but he came up consistently as a charismatic leader. I had to specifically put female into the search term to get any female names returned. So I thought that was an interesting finding. And also then when you think about it, there seems to be more is accepted of male leaders. Almost things are forgiven and put down to, oh, it's their personality. Again, not to get political, but we've seen that with some of our behaviours of the the male politicians. And it's, oh, that's just him, isn't it? And it's almost just brushed aside. Whereas if it was a female leader whose personality was shining through, um, they'd perhaps be accused of not being serious enough or not having substance or those types of accusations are levied at them. And I suppose, I mean, it got me thinking, we've had a whole other conversation about women in leadership, so I don't want to dive too much into that specifically, but how do you challenge that? Is charisma this manly word and we should have a different word for women or do we need to be challenging the thinking around you can have personality and substance and still be a good leader? Yeah, that's a really interesting one because I would agree that I do think it is charisma is seen as something that is predominantly a male thing. Um, Mm. And I have had that conversation in other spaces, actually, being part of a, a women's leadership mastermind. And we had a whole conversation about charisma and actually would we want to be defined as charismatic ourselves would we like it if people said we had charisma what did that really mean and there was quite a a difference of opinion actually in that group around some people a bit like the stuff we've talked about around where it's all well and good isn't it being charismatic but you know are you going to get the job done that's more important some people with the whole sometimes charisma is a bit cheesy is it a bit cringy to be overly charismatic? And then a few others actually saying, I, I definitely think women can be described as charismatic and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But it all came from that starting point that you said, which is I think there's a perception that, that charisma is a word we would use to describe men more yeah. than we would women. And then I was trying to have a think about, are there women that I perceive to be charismatic? And I guess... It was interesting for me because names that sprang to mind were actually more celebrities, Mm. using the term loosely because I'm not sure I like the term celebrity, but that's a whole other episode. They were more people in that celebrity sphere than they were in a leadership sphere. So, Mm. and again, down to personal taste, I would say someone like Claudia Winkleman, I think is actually quite charismatic how she comes across. See, Lee disagrees with me. So we're back to that point about personal preference but I think she comes across as somebody who's very comfortable in her own skin she can have a bit of a laugh at her own self she's happy to to kind of crack a funny she can talk to anybody about anything and I, I feel like she comes across as quite charismatic yet when I think of female leaders that I find really inspiring so someone like you know who am I trying to think of? Let me try and think Jacinda of Jacinda Ardern. Yes, let's let's say Jacinda. I find her to be a really positive role model as a leader and somebody I think demonstrates lots of traits of being a good leader. But I'm not sure if charismatic would be a way I would uh. describe her. But I would describe her as very likeable, very approachable. Inspiring. Inspiring. Somebody who clearly can build rapport with others and take people on a journey. So 
it, it is very interesting, isn't it? How we use that descriptor of being charismatic. And I think, I don't know, I don't know whether it's societal, I don't know whether it's historical, but I think it's easier to use that descriptor for men perhaps than it is for women. It, it was interesting when I, when I did the Google search and, and specifically asked the female leaders, they were politicians, but it was people like Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama. Yeah. And I suppose a bit like you've just said with Jacinda Ardern, I, I wouldn't have ever used charismatic as a, if I had to describe them in one word, that wouldn't be one word that would have sprung to mind for either of them. That doesn't mean they haven't got a lot of traits that I find um, inspiring, but that is not the word. But I can't really think of a female that I would call charismatic, but I don't even know if I'd, I, maybe it's just not a word I use in my every day because I can't think positively of any male people who are charismatic. And, and also though, there's something for me, sorry, it's just totally random and a complete digress that's come into my head. But you know, as we were talking about like the word, who, who mm. would you describe as charismatic and actually is charisma a thing that we're really comfortable with or is it a bit cringy that I don't know why it just makes me think of adverts for like dating sites that that there's certain men that somebody might describe as oh he's very charismatic in that sphere rather than in a leadership space so for me the more we're talking about charisma the more it's something that I'm like I'm not sure if I want charisma to be a word that is associated with leadership because I'm not sure Really, when you start digging into it, the connotations no. of it are really that positive. No, but personality, on the other hand, I think that is good. I can think of lots of leaders with personality and a lot of leaders who can bring their own sense of personality into a role. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe those two words and sentiments are divorced from each other and we're not so happy with charisma personality but I don't think personality is a must either yeah I think I'm probably with you on that one I think personality probably is the cherry on the top of the cake as you did as you were talking about at the start of the episode I think it wouldn't it be brilliant if every leader that we ever worked with had had personality or a personality that resonated with us and that and that we liked and enjoyed but that isn't always the way and actually yeah again for me sometimes it's the like what is this leader actually getting down to in terms of the nitty-gritty what are they going to help us to deliver how are they going to take us on the journey doesn't always need them to have the best personality to to enable you to get on board with the direction of travel I suppose there's shades of personality isn't there so I think if someone is completely devoid of personality then that is something you might want to work on I think having elements of showing up with personality does help you build that connection and come across a bit more authentically yeah I think if you're really serious or you're you lack humor or maybe you've been told by someone else that you don't have that spark comparing you to a another leader for example that is usually something that you might want to work on in your leadership I suppose if you're really aspiring to the upper echelons of the hierarchy of leadership, I suppose, if you're really going to inspire and take people with you, you need to have a little bit of personality about you. And the more personality you have, it can kind of depend on how successful you are. 
what do you do, I suppose, if someone's listening to this who goes, oh, shit, I haven't got a personality <laughs> or, or, or I've been told I don't have a personality? You never know. They might be saying it about us, Lee. Oh, these well, with no personality or charisma. What a drama. Well, my husband does tell me that. He, he, think, he says I think I'm funnier than I am. Oh, it's all right. My partner says that about me all the time. Sometimes I say it about myself. I thought that was really funny, but nobody else did. Sorry, we digress again. Have you forgotten the question? Well, the question was what to do if you don't have a personality and you want to be a leader. Basically. If you don't have that natural spark, what do you do? Oh, That's a really tricky one, isn't it? Because there's a bit of me that goes, I'm sure people wouldn't have got to where they've got to in their leadership journeys without any personality at all, one would like to think. I can I can think of a few directors I've worked with over the time where I've questioned that. Yeah, 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 n- yeah. Now you say it, you're probably right, and we might be back to that point of like people also who get um I don't want to say overpromoted because that sounds a bit harsh, but they're just really good at technically what they do, and the rest mm. of it doesn't matter. So I guess there's something about what you and what others are looking for in terms of of leadership and what sort of personality you might want that leader to to demonstrate. Is it something though that you either have or don't have or is it something like other leadership traits that you can hone over time I think the bit for me is around again I'm just taking it back to that like what do you need to do as a leader really one of the main things we're wanting leaders to do is inspire us in some way to take Mm -hmm. some sort of action so for me I don't necessarily think there's much you can do about having a complete personality transplant or being described as charismatic or not if I'm honest with you but I think what you can do is think about the things that you've said are important which is like your communication style how can you learn which I think you can to be more adaptable around the way that you interact and engage with different groups of people so Mm. me as an extroverted E or I'm an I am I in Mm. your disc space uh, probably are not going to be inspiring everybody if I if I operate at my natural level of of being that all the time. Yeah, so what yeah, I your ha- strength becomes your weakness. Yeah, as you absolutely. Said. And and so what I've had to learn as a leader is how to adapt my style and my approach to try and get the best out of other people. So I think there is something that you can do in that space and that you should be doing anyway as a leader around understanding you know, your key stakeholders, your target audiences, your workforce, whomever it might be that you're in the lucky enough position to lead, to really start to to have that insight around, okay, with this group of people, I'm really going to need to adapt here. What they're going to need is a lot of fact, a lot of evidence. They're going to want me to just be straight down the line. They don't need the funny jokes because that's just not what's going to make them tick. But actually with this other group of people, I might need to come across as a bit more humble and maybe put a bit of humour into the mix and be more focused on the storytelling rather than the the evidence maybe. So I, I definitely think there's something about being able to learn how to adapt if you haven't got that natural ability to do so. But I think that's less about having the sparky personality or the charisma. It's just more about wanting to be able to get the best out of and for as many people as you can really. Yeah, it's working with what you've got and how you can make the most of it in the different circumstances and contexts in which you're operating in, isn't it? And I've also seen examples in my career where I've worked with people who, you're quite right, probably don't have as much of that charisma or personality naturally as other people. But what I've seen them do very cleverly is make sure they've surrounded themselves by people who can fill that gap a little Mm. bit for them. 
So actually, for example, a director who maybe is a bit more serious and some people might say he's not got that much personality, but has a deputy who brings that balance. So actually, they're on message with the same thing. They're working towards the same goals. But between them, they're able to almost tick all of the boxes around engaging with those different groups of people who want who want different things from them so the people who want the personality and the charisma are maybe more aligned with the leading with the deputy Mm -hmm. but the people who maybe want the more serious let's just get on and deliver so that's that can sometimes I think be a powerful combination and a way to counteract but I I think that goes for everything not just charisma or personality because we talk about needing to have well-balanced teams of people who bring a diverse mix to things but I think you can maybe look to to do that a bit more when you're in a position of building your own leadership team around you to kind of look at where your weaknesses might be to make sure you bring some of that strength in somewhere else. That's a really important point. I think as with any of the traits or skills we've talked about in in previous episodes that you might want to develop as a leader it's first and foremost about bringing that awareness of what the situation is, then that understanding around where you're at and why you're in that place, and then you can start to work on it. And normally I think that involves working with someone else and whether that's building your team or specifically working on your own skills in a safe space, easy for me to say. (laughs) What I always find fascinating, not to go into politics, but how politicians suddenly have a personality once they've left politics. Yeah. And there's quite a few people that I've thought I'm totally uninspired by when they were in the political world, but then you see them after media commentary or or whatever, and suddenly you're like, oh, actually, I quite like them. I quite like them. Why didn't they bring that to the table during yeah. their political career? Um, so there is something about trying to understand person and why they're behaving in a certain way because they might have it within them yeah they might just be constrained by the role or the circumstance in which they're operating or think they are so conscious of our times to wrap up let's end with some how to's i haven't really got a question to how to so it's more about how do you start to own let's say own your personality rather than become more charismatic because we've missed that word haven't we yeah we've decided we're not that keen on the old charisma I think there's something for me actually this was going to be my how-to which is don't get caught up in the idea of needing to be charismatic because I think what will happen is you will start to come across as quite disingenuous because you're so focused on I must have a personality that's like this to reach out to these people that you're you're less authentic so my how-to would definitely be about be your authentic self for sure but actually if there are things you feel you need to do a bit of work on that would help you engage or connect better with different groups of people do identify what they are and do the work in that space I don't think it's about giving yourself a personality transplant or trying really hard to be be charismatic or the person that gets described as that every day because then I think you lose your authenticity brilliant well you've basically taken the words out my mouth because mine was going to be practically the same as that which was (laughs) worry less about being charismatic focus more on building your strategy and and the communications approach that connects I see but you said it far more concisely than me so thanks I love the way you summed that up oh yeah that's what I meant to say I just waffled around the edges of it 
thanks again for listening to today's episode don't forget to hit subscribe so you're the first to receive new episodes when they drop every thursday if you enjoyed the show please rate it or leave a review visit housetakethelead.com for all the info from today's show to catch up on previous episodes and to sign up to our mailing list and we'd love to know your thoughts and experiences on the topics we cover follow us at how to take the lead on instagram and twitter to get involved in the conversation so until next week get out there and take the lead Thank you.